Thrice the brinded cat hath mewed, Thrice and once the hedge pig whined, Harpier cries, tis time, tis time, Round about the cauldron go, In the poisoned entrails throw, Toad that under cold stone Days and nights has thirty-one, Sweltered venom sleeping got, Boil thou first in the charmed pot, Double, double, toil and trouble, Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Welcome to Movie Issues, it is October. Dun dun dun. I am your host, Leland, here with the spooky... It's my month, bitches! It's October, and it's made for witches and spooky. If I had an 80s, like, animated show, that would be the theme. I would totally be... It'd be like, spooky and the witches. Cool. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Alright. I mean, it'd be tough to watch now, because it'd be really, really dated and heavy-handed, a lot like Thundercats, but it, it would have been awesome. You, you would look back on it fondly. What would your theme song be? Nothing that would kill a vibe of a podcast. Nope. I think, I, I think that was fun. <laughs> if you were willing to let the joy in, you would have had fun. It's all about the darkness this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of October. Movie Issues is uh, favorite month of the year. Frankly, this is all I really keep the podcast around for is these next five weeks. <laughs> the other 11 months of the year is just the... Yeah, I have a good time. Pulling but teeth from you? It's not like pulling teeth, but it definitely is like, oh, we got to do that thing this week. But I'm really excited in October. Mm. So excited. So those of you who are joining us, new people, because... Why not? Mm. It's October. Maybe you're in the, the zone for listening to Halloween things from from people you don't know around the world. And you came across our show, and we'll just tell you what we are. We're Movie Issues, the podcast, where we talk about movies, and we have issues. Lots and lots of issues. Also problems with the movie. Uh, I see what you <laughs> But it is Halloween, it and, you know, and that's just how, uh, that's how you do, nephew. Ready to go? One thing we love to do every uh, October and kind of dabble uh, for the rest of the fall is uh, because there's so much seasonal shit that just explodes. Uh, we love to get down on some uh, special seasonal Halloween. It's almost type like foods. Who who started the pumpkin spice cocaine trend? Was that Starbucks? Did they start it? They're and the then ones. Everybody got. I was like, "Hey, this is a thing." They're they're the ones who sprinkled the crack in it. Okay. I I mean, it's it's clearly always been a thing. Well, like, you've obviously. always had pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving and shit like that, but it's it's Starbucks that's made it a thing. It's Starbucks. Starbucks is the reason why in October when they start teasing you, <laughs> your your um. Uh, fuck, what's that, what's that guy's name? Oh, uh, no, it's the Pavlov. That Pavlovian oh, uh, yeah, 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 sense yeah, yeah. in your brain starts making your mouth water. That's true. But, I mean, everybody's got a pumpkin spice something now. Even, even things that don't require a pumpkin taste. It's getting into weird places. Yeah, but that's yeah. a, oh, I saw a pumpkin pie or pumpkin spice Pop-Tart the other day. That's not needed. Oh, it was awesome. Pop tarts should always be sweet. I'm not a fan of like some of these weird flavors. That's strawberry. That yeah, I mean strawberry hands down. Yeah, that's all I'm good. Brown sugar, <laughs> if you're poor. 
Oh. I'm not down for brown sugar. <laughs> Racist. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, anyway, Oreos. That's where we're going with this. Is Oreos every year do some sort of crazy thing? Last year was the candy corn Oreo, which I have still not found this season yet, which mm. are... They were amazing. They were so good. Um, and, and there's a pumpkin spice Oreo out there, which I have still not found. I know some people that have found them in California. So I know they're out there in the world. I just haven't. It exists. Uh, they, I, haven't, I haven't picked up. I haven't gone to Target on that one good afternoon yeah. just yet. For, for three years now, since Oreo has been doing like these flavored uh, Oreos, like they've started to really up their, their, ca- their catalog yeah. of flavored Oreos, which is weird, but... Honestly, it's it's become such a thing. There are there are like YouTube channels devoted to just taste testing. Yeah, like there's videos out there. It's it's nutty. Some of them are funny, but uh, something about these these fall seasonals, they never make enough. They always release them in like September. So by the time yeah. it comes to October, o- August September. Uh, why don't you like they wait? Make, they make one run of it. We got our hands on the caramel apple Oreos, mm. which we will try for you on air to be as annoying as those people that you watch in the YouTubes. Spooky but, here is going to try his first. At least, at least you can watch them. Like all you can do is just listen. Well, I'm going to be talking. Okay, you, you start. You don't want to listen to you eat because that's awful. So, so just to just to paint a uh, a beautiful picture. It looks like play doh. Well, it looks like uh, the frosting. It looks lo- like play doh. It looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oreo. Cream, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, yeah. Um, it's on the uh, it's on the golden golden cracker, the golden graham cracker. It's uh, spooky. Here's gonna try it, and uh, I guess I'll moderate. He's opening the golden cookie. Mm. He's looking at the play-doh colored cream. The standard, you know, uh, what do they say? It's just fat and sugar. Yeah, but that ain't like standard, nothing standard about that. It's red and green. It's green and brown. Why? Why you gotta bust my flavor like that? <laughs> because you know they, I got they, problems with colors. I, I, don't, I know, I know, but I was just correcting you. Why would so it be they brown? Don't. Why so would it be brown? Could caramel? Caramel's brown. It's, it is. Yeah. Just eat the fucking cookie. It's. Uh, it looks. Just it looks eat delicious. the goddamn it cookie. It's. It smells divine too, actually. Divine. Divine. Who are you all of a sudden? Oh. You do like one of the designing women? Like, oh look, it's divine. Oh. All right. Okay. Eat eat it so we can continue on. I am. I'm eating it like an Oreo. You eat the cream on the inside first. So, to start off the season, right? We we decided we we will start with a family festive fun movie that you can enjoy uh, with your kids or your your loved ones or the kid at heart that's in you that loves Halloween and 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 you know, frankly, only one movie came to mind and that would be 1993's Hocus Pocus. Um, cult status at this point. I mean, it wasn't a gigantic hit, but it wasn't a flop by any means. And it is twenty years, and it's it's you know it's it's got like this. All the kids really like it. Stop eating the cookies. Put my cookie down. That's <laughs> all he's been doing is eating fucking cookies this whole time. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you know who killed Andrew Jackson? Oh, boy. Hocus Pocus, which means that now we've had a witch conversation before in the podcast where we did like a top 10 
famous witches, but we thought this year we'd just mix it up with like movies that are that are have witches in them that Some we witchy kind of woman. yeah you know it's um you know, I do, I guess the Wizard of Oz is still considered the greatest witch movie. I I think if I mean her pop culture status is pretty yeah. hardcore. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of what I was yeah. I wanted to try and get to. Uh, when you say witch, probably one of the most iconic images that come to your mind mm-hmm. is the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, the the black dress, the hat, the broom, the the nails, the green skin, yeah, the yeah, long I, nose, the wart. Yeah, I guess I mean she is single handedly define what a witch is as far as you know the um fun costumes the, the decorations standard, yeah, the, yeah I, mean, I, I mean i honestly i honestly don't know what comes before the wicked witch like what what imagery predates that like to me everything i know about a witch looks exactly like her well i think uh, it depends on where you come from i mean I'm, that's the, to me that's the Quintessential American witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure London or London. I'm pretty sure like uh, England and Europe yeah. and like other smaller countries, Eastern European countries that have vampires and werewolves. Well, they're all they witches. have. They all have witches. Like they have their own versions of different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm, you know, Shakespeare had his fair share of witches and stuff. So I mean, I'm pretty sure there was ideas of old ladies that did dirty things and hunchbacks and weird spinsters that you know uh, urban legends got out of hand but i think as far as an american icon uh the witch is probably or the the wicked witch of the west is probably the most quintessential american looking witch you can come up with i mean even was it they did that um oz the great and powerful we got to see two different kind of witches in that you got the sexy witch and then you got uh, Mila Kunis turning into yeah, yeah. the Green Witch. Technically, like even the Wizard of Oz had the two witches. There's Glenda the Good Witch, yeah, she's still a witch, yeah. You, you know, know, I guess Glam- white, she's white the Glamazon witch. witch, yeah, floating <laughs> around in a little bubble. I think a lot of, um, well, you know, I think Harry Potter probably shows us what England thinks of what witches would probably look like Maybe. in a modern day situation. Maybe I mean, there's still a lot of like standards. Yeah, capes, Broom, cloaks, pointy brooms, hat, yeah. Cl- yeah, cloaks, all that the, stuff. The, the cliches, but at least Harry Potter didn't hit you on the nose with it. They were they looked functional and no, they were fashion forward. You know, well, I, I mean, <laughs> you can't dress them all the same. Right, it's a cast of like twenty. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I, but then you know, you got your standards of this the horror witches. Mm. Um, I ne- I personally have never seen Drag Me to Hell, but I hear the witch in that is pretty fun. No, the old gypsy woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, she is super gross. gross and creepy. Yeah, I, I heard there's like a saliva biting. Oh, scene. yeah. She I, gums. That's yeah. Yeah, she gums chick's chin. Her entire like chin up to her lips and back of her jaw is in this old woman's mouth. Yeah, that's. That's why I haven't seen it. I'll be honest. That's it's, from what I was like. I would like to see the movie. Yeah. I like a good witch movie, but I, I have a thing about it's drool. Gr- it's and, gross. And, yeah. yeah, I was just was, like, no, I'm okay. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy that movie. Uh, I enjoy uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Witch and Stardust. Mm. I like those witches in that fantasy fairy tale world. Like, they, isn't she a pretty witch? She is at certain points. Um, like she starts off really gross and old, and then they use the power got, like, glamour. Or something. Yeah, and then she's getting older as the movie proceeds because she's using more power. Um, But it's Michelle Pfeiffer, so, you know. Yeah, she's always always good. Do you remember Witches, Angelica Houston, 
with the little boy that's turned into a mouse in the England and Hotel. Nope. What? This nope. was one of those movies that kids like totally watched all the time. You don't know witches? No. Okay, I, that's weird to me. I, I, I honestly I know, don't know how to, what to say at this point because it's know, one of those movies everybody knows. I know Angelica Houston was in a movie. She's a witch. It's called Witches. Like I know it exists. Okay, but I've never seen it. I I cannot conjure a single frame from the movie into my brain. All right, well, that's it's not bad. I mean, Jim Henson's production did all the mm. effects, and it's you know, it's a kids movie. What am I going to yeah, say? Yeah, but I mean, but she plays a pretty mean witch. Like, oh, yeah. like she, the, the, the Angelica Houston Morticia. Mor- Morticia face is is a mask. Mm. And they they all pull off their masks when the humans aren't around. And they she, she grows bald and long ears and big old nose yeah. and gross. And they take off Kinda. their shoes because witches don't have toes, apparently. In this, in this world, they don't have toes. How do they walk? Funny. Okay. Yeah, well, canes, uh, high heel shoes. Um... <laughs> The, the I think the other standard is um, the old witch that I think iconically is represented by it's like Snow White. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Um, hunch, hunchback, mm-hmm. stringy white hair, bony fingers, yeah. the nose. The I always envisioning teeth. Invagent. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. I've always envisioned that's what the Blair Witch looked like. In my mind, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that movie, but they never really described the witch. And in my mind, because she was out in the middle of the woods and shit, she looked like the Snow White witch. Like she was like a hillbilly witch. I was imagining- maybe maybe like Bad Man Madame Mim. Like, you know, she's she Mim. got like a like a moonshine on one hand, and she's killing kids in the other. Like know? I, I imagine that witch to be more monstrous because oh really yeah okay. because it was. There wasn't like, oh, here it's the old Blair Witch House. Right. It's the woods itself are haunted, so that tells me, oh, she doesn't have like a home. So kind of like Gollum eventually deteriorates to a loincloth. So something like that witch uh, would just like the the clothes would kind of rot and uh, she'd become very kind of frail and monstrous. She would have been a cast member in Hansel and Gretel. Yes, she'd be like one of those witches. Oh, I love uh, still, all those designs are one fantastic. of our favorite witch movies. I love the design. I mean, Famke Jensen made the hottest, ugliest witch ever, and and then there was the, was it the the Siamese twin witch where like was, they, they uh, were like they, they, they looked connected, like, the, like back to back or side which to side is or something. Completely not functional for doing anything. <laughs> or maybe it's twice as functional. <laughs> oh, you get used to it. Uh, I remember Mombi. From Return to Oz, she could take off her head and switch out the heads with multiple heads in her headroom. I have very little memory of Return to Oz. You're lucky. <laughs> uh, of course, there's, you know, the craft. <laughs> and then Boycraft. Ah, uh, so- Boycraft. <laughs> <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Which one... If we, if we had to sit and watch one... Which one do we go for? Do we go Boycraft well, we or watched, Ladycraft? We already watched The Covenant for the podcast. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, right now, we have to sit through one of them. We know we know exactly well, which I'll, both are now. Well, The Craft, because we watched The Covenant recently, so I just... So just <laughs> but, but if we had watched The Craft recently, would you then say The Covenant? Like, yeah. Whichever just, one you like, have the most time just, from? Just, just whatever, which one's... It's time. Uh, the Craft has got a... 
better plot and story and acting where the covenant is just laugh out loud funny. Mm. So I have more time. I have more enjoyment with the covenant because it is funnier. Because it's really hard to take those all of those guys seriously True. saying their lines. True. At least when like. Nancy has her freak out and floats across the room on her tippy toes and her witch boots and yeah. slices your body. You're like, all right, these bitches like are about to go out. At it's it. more uh, the craft is more serious. It pulls yeah. off a uh, a better kind of darker tone than the Covenant, which was just bullshit. Yeah, and like very homoerotic. Oh yeah, like, it, like, that's win, that's the one with Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Bucky's like, going around <laughs> casting spells. There's many people in that where you're like, you're doing what now? Yeah. Um, no, I love when Nancy walks on water. Mm. Right after that badass Matthew Sweet song ends, like oh, I love that soundtrack. Anyway, there's a lot of great stuff in that movie. Yeah. Um, well, you know, since we're talking about sexy witches, Elvira. Fuck yeah, sexiest witch ever. No, no, but I mean, I'm the sense of witch. Is she a witch? In that movie, she was. Eh, she was born a witch. Yeah. Which, I what mean, she is as her persona. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's a yeah. she's a fun gal. <laughs> uh, we last year we, was it last year we did Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah, we also went and saw her live. Yes, so much fun. Um, but we that that movie sparked the conversation. What is Elvira? Yeah, a, she's just a fun she's, gal. <laughs> like she's not she's not normal. <laughs> no, like it's it's not it's not like a a, a struggling actress trying to find <laughs> a role. Like it was very much her, and they just put a camera on her. But like she's like uber macabre yeah. and, and kind of <laughs> and if you, you read expect. her like her, she has like some books and her comic book series is like she hangs out with zombies and shit yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like she's some cool. sort of undead groupie yeah. <laughs> she's like, we, we were talking she's not a vampire and I guess this movie explains that she's part witch but she's the worst witch <laughs> she's not the worst witch that's uh, Furuzuka Balk Furuzuka Balk you ever seen that movie, The Worst Witch? No, I thought you were going back to crap. No, she no. played two witches. She played two witches dose. Yeah, huh. there's a I, there's a movie from like the late eighties, early nineties. No, it has to be the late eighties because the early nineties is the yeah, craft. that's the craft. Yeah, it, it's called The Worst Witch. And it's I know, like, yeah, I know that's a movie. I didn't yeah, know that yeah, was it's, her. Though. It's like Tim Curry and her yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. like at that Hogwarts. It, it is awful. You know what? I, no, no. I, there's no question. I would bet money. Ass. I would bet money. I saw that on Disney. Oh no! I as, think it was a, a Disney kid, Channel yeah. production. It's a, it's a standard at the Halloween time. Now they always kind of. Uh, you, know, you got your. Um, yeah, of course, the Disney witches. Those are all. Yeah. Standards at this point, you know. Maleficent. Disney loves a Halloween. Yeah, like Maleficent, us. Ursula, all them bitches. Uh, bed knobs and broomsticks. Personal fan. Mary Poppins, I'm convinced, is just a really good witch. She's a white witch? Yeah, we'll go with that. She's not, she got, she's not evil. She, she, got some take, dark, she got some darkness in her, though. She didn't take the children. <laughs> she's she's a nanny, like, post-World War II. You know, like... During, she didn't take the, ch- the she children. Didn't, she didn't the toss children. them into her, her, her uh, uh, bottomless bag and fucking, <laughs> like... Umbrella her way out the window. So you're saying the Bankses never came home from an evening out of the town and found like 
umbrella scratches up the wall and in, 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 in the maid in the darkness the children were screaming and screaming <laughs> the feather duster into the wall with a note on it it says I have the kids <laughs> I'm cooking them right now no um yeah yeah white she, witch she's, she's definitely magical <laughs> she's something yeah. well you got your TV witches bewitched mm. Sabrina <laughs> yep she was a witch. Sabrina the witch. Never uh, did anything for me. The Red Witch. I hate that bitch. Oh, the Game of Thrones Red Witch? Oh, God. I hate her With so. Her scary vagina monster? So. She comes on screen. I want to punch her. Everybody knows this. I talk about it all the time. I want to punch her in her red wigged face. I'm just no, like, why do you hate her so Because much? she's so evil and no oh. one can see it. Oh. Like. Lena Headley's not? Oh, you know I have issues with that See You Next Tuesday. But I'm just saying. No, the Red Witch bugs me slightly a little bit more. Because Lena Headley, everybody knows that she's a bitch. Like, no one pretends not to know that. They they have to be nice to her face. No, the Red Witch, though, like, that king is so just led around by his dick. And he just, like, and and, and his friend's like, you you know she's going to kill that kid, right? You know she's a monster, right? (laughs) She's got a crazy vagina monster. <laughs> and he's just killing like, people. He's just like, but the light is supposed to bring us happiness. Oh, shut it. You dumbasses. <laughs> um, well, the last year was the big witch TV was the American Horror Story Coven. Mm, that mean, was witches fun. got all kinds of play last yeah. year. Yeah, And I really like how, I mean, they wouldn't have done it any other way, but how well they integrated witchcraft and, and like magic into a real world setting yeah like I've honestly always wanted to see a movie of like witches and warlocks involved in World War 2 I know yeah that's that's what I want that Harry Potter the prequel to be about yes <laughs> like, like there was a there was a little unknown war going on there's a like Red Skull society of magic people that Hitler Thule. has has working the, the, the cult of the Thule I don't know right? what you just said I think I I'm I think I'm pulling it from indie, but I think that's that's what it was uh, called. Hydra. <laughs> um, but like, I, I can't think of any movie that's actually done it. But I love like secret wars during like World War One, World War Two mm-hmm. type era. Even like um, maybe even like Vietnam or something like these secret wars that were going on. And especially you had some magic or some like crazy, you know, weird science going on in there. And I'm just totally in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it in Coven. They would do a little, their little decade flashbacks now and then. So, like, oh, I love when they were in the 70s. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah where they were showing the, the peace treaty between um, the, the... The witches? The, the head witches? The supreme? Yeah, the, the supreme and whatever Angela... The voodoo witches. I was just like, what was Miss Bassett again? Donna Summers? Yeah, but she had that big-ass foxy brown wig. <laughs> I was like, where's this show? I want to watch these ladies for an hour. <laughs> Nah, I enjoyed him, Coven. I thought it was great. It was good. It was good. Better than the second season. Nothing can touch the first season. I so think far. the problem with the second seasons in American Horror Story was too um, much. They did a little too much in it, and 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 they and I think it got a little directionless in certain areas. I like I, I know that they wanted to do like that fifties kind of new sci fi era kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. B horror type things. Uh, but it just yeah it that's never... so heavy handed though it's either you do the sci-fi route or you do the demonic route and then they mixed in the slasher route sort of 
But then there's also like zombies in the fucking forest and shit. Yeah, the Nazi thing was interesting. Yeah, though. like there, there was just too much going on. And best, no, the, I be, you know what? The best two episodes of season two, though, the Santa, the killer Santa Claus. That was nutty. Because it's um, Ian, Ian McShane. McShane. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, they got you Ian McShane on this. Ian McShane, real life warlock. Oh, he's played one before. Yeah. <laughs> real life. Oh, good, my bad. Real life. <laughs> he's, yeah. he, he's Dumbledore. I gotcha. He's the badass version of Dumbledore. Oh. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. He's the straight version of Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, so there's, witches, are, they're a pop culture thing. They've been around yeah. for ye- hundreds and hundreds of years. Go they together, ain't going anywhere. Go together with Halloween like caramel apples and Oreos. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> well, they heard. Well, I didn't get to put words to it yet. I was too too absorbed in the bliss. But, you know, this is probably one of the top five Halloween movies. You do a list. Family you Halloween do a movies. poll. I think even. I mean, you do a poll. This is going to be the top ten. I don't know. Like, Halloween is so polarizing between its, uh, its darkness and its family, you know, fun. Like we like the rest of the month, we're going horror and slashers and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of Halloween <laughs> just in that. That's fair. Uh, and then there's all this the family and like the costumes and the fifty gar- uh, or uh, rocket raccoons you're gonna see trick or treating this year. I think you're being generous. I'm by saying, saying if you 50. stand still, fifty will come to your door. <laughs> That's not if you go out and search. Oh, this this year is gonna be it's all Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardian and Cap. I think there's gonna be Cap for the yeah. ones who got too late for mm-hmm. the Guardians. Yeah. For the Groot and Rocket. It's and, gonna be uh, it's Star-Lord. gonna be a big superhero. Yeah. No, aren't you That's, a lady doing superheroes? Um, yes, we're still working on it. Okay, so it may change. We're working on it. Okay. We're working on it. Well, attentively, what yes. were you and the lady going to be? Uh, I'm going to keep it a surprise. That way, if uh, if it doesn't work out, oh. I can say something else. And it'll be that the whole time. Fair. Mm. <laughs> I'm like a mad genius up in here. So, Hocus Pocus. Uh, you know, I... I love this movie. I'm not going to lie. It's Only fun. because it's one of the few movies that's a Halloween movie that takes place on Halloween, that deals with Halloween themes. It's witches. It's family fun. It's funny. It's got some dark moments. And I'm a sucker for some Disney fun. So, you know, for me, it check, check, check. You know, mm. um, I enjoyed the beginning of the movie, I think, probably the most. Like the, the, the period, the, oh, the period, the flashback. Opening. I do enjoy that a lot because like Goody Proctor knocking on our door. And yeah, it's like. a Goody Proctor. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> Goody Proctor is selling the. <laughs> Bring the Holitons out. <laughs> They've made Congress with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Goody Avon selling to the door to door. Avon calling. <laughs> Cover those hairy wolves. Yeah, they don't. They didn't wear makeup back then, so you know. Clearly, only these witches did. Yeah, only the witches did. Uh, I enjoyed that opening where um, you know Sean Murray wakes up. He doesn't know where his sister is. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, and I like when he, he his best friends just. I don't know why his best friend was outside. Like, were you just waiting for the witches or like? He's waiting for him. <laughs> You gotta keep it on the way down low back in Salem, you know, <laughs> 1600s. Yeah, but I like what he gets. He's like, "Look, they conjure." Woo! 
and I'm like, are you the only two people that see them conjuring? Get an the adult. The plume of, of purple smoke? <laughs> get a motherfucking adult. Get a fucking musket. And an adult. Like, get, get some d- pitchforks. You know what? If, if, if fucking Thackeray Banks had taken the time to just go get Papa at, instead of going on by himself yeah. and went in all as a group, yeah. like, they may have been able to do some shit. Like, we're talking, like, Salem at which time. Yes. Like, I feel like as soon as you saw some crazy shit like that, you get the mob together. You like, get, like, the, the, the town mob together. There's, like, a witch alarm. Yeah, like, you go to, some kid's got a bell, he's just like, the witches are coming, the witches are coming. <laughs> well, that bell is being reserved for when the Redcoats come. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I liked it opening when, that's when we're introduced to uh, Winnie, Sarah, and Mary, the... The, witch, the Sanderson the, the, sisters. The witches Sandersons. Yeah. <laughs> the sisters Sandersons. The witches three of, you know, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy to Jimmy. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell was supposed to be the Kathy to Jimmy part, and she opted not to do the movie. I think it's better this way. Oh, I think Kathy to Jimmy like, was much even, better. Even Rosie at the time, who definitely was, you know, kind of all around the place doing a lot mm-hmm. of random things from like she was Rosie O'Donnell yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I've actually really liked Kathy Najimy 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 um, I, I always recognize her she pops up she's always like uh, the, the the best friend yeah, character she's steadily worked she's she, done a lot of she's TV. not disappeared like no. she's she was the um, I think she was. What's that show by Mike Judge? King of the Hill. Yeah, she was Bobby's mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she's she. Oh. She's steadily working. It's not like any of these three actresses. Well, of course the other two are fine, but mm. but she knows like she's the least famous of the three. But yeah. Yeah, she's, but she's steadily worked. A lot of voice acting. She's yeah. always fun. Like mm-hmm. I, I've always enjoyed seeing her pop up. But it was things. nice to see her pop up from being the. I don't want to say this phrase, but to describe her, she was the rotund nun in Sister Act. Mm. That was like her first big role. And then she just kind of stayed in the limelight, you yeah. know, doing different things here and there. Of course, Sex in the City. So we know she's still around. Yeah. Um, you know, winning like, races and eating apples like crazy. But, <laughs> but she's like still at the, doing at the, at the time, like, she wasn't much of anything. She was just right? Sarah Yeah, Parker. she was. Yeah. Uh, she was like, she was that hot girl. In, in Flight Hocus of the Navigator. You know? She's in Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, she's the, 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 the girl that helps... What's his name? I'll tell the... you, I only remember him inside the ship. I have the, no idea when, what when else he's they do. outside the ship being poked and prodded by the NASA scientist, she's like... You mean E.T.? Yeah, she brings him food. <laughs> I don't remember that I, at all. I, I, don't, I, I can't... She wasn't a nurse. So I don't know what you call someone who brings food in, in, in to uh, yeah, essentially a prisoner by NASA. A, a jailer? A jailer. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do they call him in Orange is the New Black? The CO. I don't, I don't know. His CO. But anyway, uh, I enjoy this scene. And then, they, they, you know, you they're all old, and I think their makeup is really good. You get a pretty good handle on the characters. And then they kill that girl. Yeah. And First then they become, they become beautiful. They become younger. younger. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just, I mean, this is the best uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's ever looked, uh, as, as far as I can remember. But I don't remember Flight of the Navigator. So there might be another bar for old, old, old SJP. Um, 
But uh, the, the and the other the other two are just younger. I mean, Bette Midler's in her like forties here, maybe. Yeah, yeah, she's in her yeah she's in her late sixties now. So yeah, yeah, late forties, so. yeah. Uh, and yeah, but they kill that little girl, and it's kind of not just very brushed over. Yeah, they they suck her life force, and she just kind of hangs there in the corner. Her head just drops, and they put a blanket on her. <laughs> That's the end. That's the last we see of her. They kind of like ignored it. Yes. <laughs> but like. This this what is a their... Disney movie. What are they gonna call yeah. attention? We just killed this oh little bitch. My God, they killed a little girl. <laughs> they sucked her soul out. And you know they turned Thackeray Banks into an uh, immortal cat. <laughs> the, the, the Salem witch cat. <laughs> they can talk and do all sorts of crazy shenanigans. And later in life. But it doesn't look like a monstrosity like Salem does in uh, Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh. Well, you know, TV budget. You're working with a robotic cat, you know, <laughs> versus the feline performer. Yeah. The cat the, actor. The cat actor. What were we calling? Cat. cat, cat. We tried a lot. <laughs> None of them worked. The feline performer was as professional as we could come up with. I think this cat's doing a damn good job, and I don't like cats, the, so this cat is really good all over the place. Like typically, when you see uh, an animal in a movie, like it sounds like some nonsense, like Air Bud or something. Uh, <laughs> like the, they're kind of used sparingly. Yeah. And Salem is used a lot, and granted, like CGI his eyes and mouth so he can talk, but like. I think, like, real credit should be given to the trainer for really getting this cat to, I don't want to say, like, emote or act or anything like that. But the cat isn't just standing there and they animate a face on it. It's it's making little paw movements and stuff like that. It's between the editing and the trainer, I think they make it pretty believable. Yeah, I mean, you know, they probably had a couple different cats, one for... Close up, stand, move, paw, one for running, you know, doing different things. But all the, you're right, a lot of credit should be given to the trainers for making it a believable actions for basically a, a CG character before CG characters were a thing. Yeah. Like, we're still, you know, working with a real cat on set for the most part. But the Sanderson sisters, of course, get hung, and right before they die, they put a spell. That and three, you know, that and if anyone lights the black flame candle on Virgin's All Hallows Eve, who's a virgin, they'll come back to rain darkness and havoc and despair on Salem. So, as, as you do, so you know that's going to happen, or we didn't have a movie. <laughs> Fast forward three hundred years, we have our lead character of Max played by Omri Katz, who's not done too much after this. He pops up here and there. Yeah, Yeah, he does some independent things. Nothing major. Uh, Who is him and his family have just moved to Salem. He doesn't like it. Like most young teenagers in films do, you know. And and, and his sister Danny, played by Thora Birch, who has gone on to be the American beauty. She's done some other, th- other things. Oh, yeah. She, uh, Ghost know, World? Fought the Golden Dragons in the Dungeons and Dragons. She did. Oh, <laughs> Thor Birch returning to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that one. And, they, and you know, and, and through the course of hijinks, hijinks and, and misunderstanding, yeah, yeah, they, they hook up with Vanessa Shaw, Allison's character, and then they go to the museum of the Sanderson sisters where Max lights a candle. Thus starting the whole movie of witches versus the modern society and 
Max. And proving that he's a virgin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you said when we were watching, like, there's no there's no going back on that. Like, yeah, you're everybody knows confirmed yeah. virgin. Which back in like I don't I don't know exactly what um, teenage television is. Yeah, these yeah. Days. You and your lady were talking about this during the movie, and I didn't really have anything to jump in on. But it was like you guys were kind of like. People were looked down. Yeah, at, at the virgin status yeah. in the nineties. Were they? I don't remember that at all. Every, every nerd. I, I just felt it was something you didn't talk about. Every like nerd type character was always like, "Oh, this desperate fuck can't get laid. He's a virgin." Now, granted, I but there's probably, probably still the person a lot of that, that was saying that probably was a virgin too, for the most part. You might assume, but the show would would try to tell you otherwise. And you're not going to see Zach pounding Kelly Kapowski, uh, but it's because they're so cool and they're making fun of Screech for being so nerdy and virgin-y. Uh, like you just have to assume, oh, well, that's because they're getting laid and he's not. And I guess I never thought about it. Like that nerd character still exists. Like the nerdy character who's bad with women. Like they made a whole fucking show about it. Uh... It's, it's what, what it's not, show would that be? The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, but all those guys get laid. Uh, seven years, uh, like you assume they got to get laid at least once, but like that show began with at least three of those guys were not getting laid, and one of them was subject to other things, like government experiments. Totally. Could happen. I'd rather watch that. I, I guess I never thought about it. I, I was... Okay, your whole example you gave about Kelly Kapowski and fucking Zach Morris, I'll be honest, I was thinking real life. Yeah, well, that real, I, life, I was real like, life this has nothing to do with television. Right, but I... That, so when you started talking... It made me think, I'm like, I guess I never thought about it. I just assumed that... Yeah, like, in real I life... I assumed that Zach Morris was, you know, saving it for marriage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> He was totally. a God-fearing Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Him and uh, the, the biker chick from the early seasons. Oh, Tori. Uh, the, yeah, Tori. Uh, the other chick from uh, the beach seasons where they're working the resort. I don't know. Leah Remini. Leah Remini, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know her character name. Yeah, and that then, whole season she, of the summer. She leaves She leaves the resort and goes marries uh, J- Kevin James. James. Kevin James. <laughs> and they live in Queens. Yeah, it's... it's it, it, Okay, yeah, yeah. but is even when um, Max and, and his little group of uh, they roll up on that that cop, or well, it's a guy dressed as a cop, and he, and his sister like nonchalantly keeps letting everybody know he's a virgin, just like out of yeah. all the things that she should he, not say. Yeah. Like, okay, we had some serious issues with Danny. <laughs> like, Danny, she's annoying. She's little like, sister. she's like eight years old, um, kind of bipolar, <laughs> <laughs> and not and not in the moody sense. Like, she'll go like, she'll go like, man up, you little bitch. Let's go to the Sanderson house to, I don't know, I'm really scared. (laughs) But she's very, you know, with the information, like, very willy-nilly. Like, sometimes she'll, she'll like, oh, well, you know, we did this, and there's things coming after them. And then other times, all she drops knowledge is like, oh, and he's a virgin. You're just like... Okay, like, shut it. But the, we, but the guy looks down at him. Like, that guy's just like, yeah. he's like, you're a virgin? Yeah. Like, whoa, he's like 15. Some people aren't ready at 15. Just because you're yeah, you on know, a bike you know with a hooker. Virgins. <laughs> they're the ones who aren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like, like, 
Just that's, just, I don't know. Like That's just what, how it was, though. I guess because I don't look at it that way. I'm too busy going like, oh, what are the witches going to do next? <laughs> Where's this zombie? I'm like, I'm not concerned with Max's sexual life. I'm concerned with like, ooh, I hope Bette Midler sucks the, the souls out of some children so we get a sequel. <laughs> he never made a sequel out of this. No. This, you know what, though? Because they all died. Made 10 years later, they would have done it. May ten years. If later? it was made ten years later, oh yeah, we'd be totally like, yeah, we'd be we'd on three Hocus Pocus nineteen. <laughs> it's like, it, Max's it'd be kids or yeah. something. Max plays the dad. Oh, they're all age appropriate at this da- point. Danny comes back, not Thor Birch. <laughs> well, she's not doing much. She'll she come wouldn't back. Do that. She wouldn't do this. Um, no, like the the this little sister Danny is like exact archetype annoying little sister. Who, well, how old do you think she is? Like eight. eight. Or is she? Did she? Did they say? I think so. I would, I would guess like seven, eight. I feel like even at seven, eight, you know, one when you shouldn't speak, uh, and two like when what you shouldn't speak about. Yeah, but she's the annoying little sister. They don't. But care. she's annoying little sister. She's like, uh, when they meet uh, uh, Vanessa. What's her last name? Allison. Uh, yeah, when they meet uh, Vanessa the, the Shaw. Allison. Yeah, Vanessa Shaw. Uh, Max's oh, yeah. big crush. Right. And She's like, Oh, I love your dress. I couldn't fit into it because I don't have, what do you call them, Max? Yabos? Yeah. Like, oh, shut your little. Would you, you say you were going to karate chop her in the neck? Just from, from left field, just five across the eye. Like, that is so incredibly embarrassing. Uh, I would never hit a child that I, you know. I would. Um, but. <laughs> It's it's one thing to say that because like oh well we maybe an eight year old doesn't know that that isn't appropriate an eight year old would know yeah, exactly what comes after is inappropriate in that uh, Max would really love love to you know touch your yabos <laughs> he dreams about your yabos yeah, oh. that's terrible <laughs> the uh, I I I I am a sucker for uh, period people out of time. Dealing with modern technology, it can, it can be, it I find it so funny. It can be fun. Like, I, just like the crew of the Enterprise lost in San Francisco in the eighties. I enjoy uh, <laughs> the, the witches not understanding modern society. Like, I love the bus scene. You laughed your ass off at the bus scene when that dude was just like driver. the bus driver is like, "I can take you to all your ultimate." Desires. Yeah, it was like that goes, dude went for it. Like, he knows. He knows. This is it. This is all he's gonna get. He knows. He might even get cut out of the movie because it's not that important. He's read the whole script. They gave him the whole thing. And he's like, you know what? I'm totally gonna. I'm totally gonna go for it. And he just plays he's like that. That you know, hand out in in front of you, open slowly, clenching your fist yeah. and pulling it back in. Like, ooh yeah. I like, uh, you know, the, I like when the Sanderson sisters roll up at uh, Gary Marshall's house and he's dressed as Satan. Yeah, and they think he's the master. And it's Gary Marshall, the director, with his sister slash wife in the movie, who's also, you know, actor director. And it, it's just funny watching them interact. And I, I like Very the grumpy com- old wife. Yeah. And I like, love the, the, the Sarah Jessica Parker. Will Alice dance with me? Yeah. <laughs> just like okay, and that you know, uh, Kathy I mean, the Jimmy on the TV, and then it it's, is it's funny. It's, it it's, is weird. It is weird that this adult invited three other strange adults into his house, shows them around, introduces them to his wife. 
I get it's some people love Halloween. It's kind of fun and whatnot. <laughs> like clearly, his wife's not into it. She's got like the the old, like fucking crazy hair worms in her fucking curlers. Curl, yeah, but they, I mean, yeah, they're curlers, but they don't. <laughs> Like, to me, curlers are those big round right, things. I don't know, but they are. But it is funny, though, that Gabby... I don't know if women use those anymore. I like that Mary's just like, look, thou Satan has married Medusa, the snakes in her head. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun part. I think it's funny that they, the, the sisters put their brooms, they left them outside. Yeah. And those three other little girls dressed up as the Sanderson sisters grab them, and they're like, oh, look, free brooms. Yeah. Those little bitches Wee! flew off. And this, like, there's a movie out there where those three girls are having the night of their lives. <laughs> I mean, yes. they died because they don't know how to fly a broom, and they ran into and, they have, and they're very weak hands because they're children. <laughs> uh, but it seems like they can make anything fly. Like, later we come back to, like, uh, a broom, a mop, and a vacuum. The vacuum be, is the funny. It is funny. But, it, but, the, but the fact that the vacuum is making the sound of it being on, That's though. That's the best. Do you think it's like she's just magic flowing through the vacuum is yeah, turning the, it on? turning the, tom, uh, the turbine inside yeah. of it and giving her an extra boost. But to me, like, it's like, okay, it's not the brooms that are magical. They could do it with any kind of I just assume they cast a spell on said item. Also possible. Like, once I saw that later in the movie, I thought back to these three little girls who find the brooms and fly off into the night. Um, like, if it was crossing over its own magical rules. I don't think they have any. Uh, I think actually this movie, even though it's it's Disney production, it's kids, clearly kids movie, um, I think it actually does pretty well holding the its own rules about how magic works. Yeah, I guess. Like, the one, um, the Sanderson sisters, they're, they're not going magic crazy. Um, uh, Bette Midler's character has got... Like, you know, little Hadoukens of green electricity she mm. uses kind of sparingly. Um, spells, uh, other than that, always need some kind of verbal incantation. Uh, when we get to the song, the uh, I put a spell on you number, like right there in the kind of middle-ish mm-hmm. opening of the third act they have area. An, yeah, they put a curse on yeah, their there's, town. There's yeah. an incantation into the song. They need, they're making potions. Potions have specific... Uh, ingredients like I do feel like they they set their groundwork and they they keep to it yeah, they're not she just making her, everything magical yeah she has her book of shadows that she's got with her yeah. with, with the eyeball made of human Looking flesh like the ne- necronomicon yeah yeah it's, it's exactly what it looks like <laughs> I, I, yeah I mean I think the movie's got a lot of uh, I love the sets I love the scenery I mean clearly the costuming it's little, god damn is, yeah, you know right? it's like I I enjoy a good witch costume and and now honestly if they're not dressed as good as these ladies are I kind of like you you didn't step it up like but <laughs> I think you know what it is as you and you know this and maybe the audience knows this because we talked about it before I love a good cape and if you can rock a cape in the wind sure, but and these motherfucking ladies are rocking capes in the wind like I think to do with the rest of the no I'm just like, saying I think it looks badass when, when look when um, Carrie Bradshaw's up in the sky you know grabbing hold that the wood between the, the wood lines. like it's a cock oh man she straddles that wood when she's up there oh. flying around singing her real sexy yeah, uh, her enchantment song, song I think she looks fantastic. I mean, the the cape, the dress, the outfit, the hair. She's got. She's, she's working it. Like, she's bent over so much in this movie. Well, she is the Samantha in this movie, so she knows what her I know role just is. To know what you what you're saying about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's the tardy, uh, dumb, 
um, one who apparently will have sex with anybody. Um, Look, out of a group of women of three, there's a smart one, the cute one, and then the hoe. <laughs> so Bette Midler's the smart one. Mary's technically, I guess, the cute one. Because she's pudgy, and everybody oh, likes a good oh, pudgy girl. Oh. And then the, the hoe. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was going the other way. I'm like, okay, well, Bette, I guess, is the smart one. <laughs> SJP there would be the cute one. No, no, she the hoe. Okay, no, you're right, you're no, right. Yeah, yeah. Always. Groups of women of threes. Look amongst you. Which one are you? <laughs> she's always like, ooh, a boy. Yeah, yeah. She's a big Bouncing old around like she's, she's dumb and everything. But she's also bending over a lot. I think a credit. Down that I, you know, I think why this movie has stayed very popular is mostly because the due to those the performances of those three actresses. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we know people who cosplay as these ladies yeah. multiple times. Not just, hey, it's Halloween. No. Oh, um, I'm going to such and such convention this week weekend as the Sanderson sisters yet again oh right on and the group of people that stop and take the photo shows it's, you how much this particular pop culture I really survived it, it is I mean Bette Midler is working the hell out of her nails her mm. nails are characters in themselves her, giant Lee Pass on nails just her hair she can't that, pick anything no up. she no, she had people feeding her <laughs> like I don't know, like Sarah Jessica Parker, because she's not eating, clearly. Just giving her an apple and, and some carrots. Sugar cube, so when, when she does well. Good, Sarah, you said you're lying. I don't even know how that got started. Uh, who cares? Like it's, that's a good joke. It's, it's, the, it's the easy joke and whatnot. Like it's, 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 it's followed her... For at least ten some odd years, but I don't know what it comes from, honestly. Yeah, who knows? I I think the performances of those three ladies is what makes this movie Absolutely. stand out. I mean, and, and I enjoy the final battle when they're in the the cemetery and they're kind of going at it, you know. But there is the flaw of hubris on Bette Midler's role. Yeah, like, this totally would have went different if she wasn't if such she, a bitch. Right. Like, she has just enough of her potion left for one fucking kid yeah. to save her and her sisters. They're surrounded by, by kids. Yeah. Flies and, right over them. And she's just like, well, I gotta kill that one little yeah. bitch because she, she called me ugly. ugly. <laughs> like, you Which, know you know, what happened to those motherfucking kids when they all woke up out of a trance and were at the Sanderson house? It's weird. Oh, you just assume, hey. Weird shit happens in Salem. You know what? True dat. Yeah. (laughs) I once got high with a talking cat. It's Salem, baby. I wonder if he ever did that. Like, if there was kids, like, getting high in in the cemetery, he just rolled up on them and was like, hey, what's up? Just to fuck with them? I would totally do that. (laughs) If I was a talking cat, I would just fuck with people Well, we did talk about the traumatic scene in this movie when the cat gets run over. Yeah. And they show you a flat cat. Yeah. Just a big tire mark right down the center. And the cat, like, inflates. And he's just like, no, no, I can live. I'm immortal. And you're like, yeah. yeah. But the kids in the audience that are crying right now, they don't understand I, what immortal means. <laughs> uh, this is definitely a movie I saw a lot as a kid. I've got two sisters. Uh, the one closest to me in age definitely watched this one a bunch. I remember that being like, oh, I don't want to watch this part. I don't want to watch this part. Uh, my lady was saying the same thing when we were watching the movie. It's like, ah, this was always kind of oh, tough to watch. Like, like we're we're cat people, so especially so. Like, you see one get ran over, and then see the body. That's that's the major difference. Is you see the body just so they can show you it inflate five seconds later. Yeah, turn into a sail cat. 
sail cat? Yeah, you pick it up and throw it like a frisbee. Yuppajow! <laughs> We're not cat people in my house. Sail cat? That's what my dad calls it. Like, because the wind takes it? Like a frisbee. Hmm. I can't explain old man humor. <laughs> like like the dad humor from Dadula? I thought that was funny. I, I really did. Because to me, it. it's a dad joke. It's a dad costume. A dad would be like, all right, I guess I have to come to the party dressed up. I don't want to. I'll wear my pajamas so I'm comfortable. Oh, look, I'll put on a cape. I'm Dadula. But like he also... He had makeup on. Yeah, well, because his wife made him. She was... Look, she his was, wife, that lady was fun in college. That's when he got her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, he found her in college and, and put a ring on it. I, I I just think the... But going back to the movie, uh, but you're right. Bette Miller really does fall flat on her whole purpose in this body. She could have just, like, taken one of the fucking uh, asshole bullies that she's had locked up uh, yeah. for half the movie... Um, and be like, okay, now we live, tomorrow we'll get those kids. Yeah, but because it's like, okay, so let's say they did that. Uh-huh. And they become like a force of evil to be reckoned with They're in back. the world. They're back full strength. Right. Correct. But back in the period time, they only had to deal with one town. They have a lot and, more to deal. But I guess my problem is, is does the government begin sanctioning witch hunters? And then you suddenly figure out that there are a lot more witches and magic. Are, and it becomes coven. Oh my god! If, <laughs> if, there, if like you find out there are more, which I mean, there's no reason that there wouldn't be. Uh, but but there's a zombie in this movie that leads you to believe that there are other monsters lurking in the darkness. Possibly. Let's give a shout out to Doug Jones as Fuck Billy yeah, the Doug Butcher. Jones. Like that's a Billy the Bones, Billy the Butcher, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Is the zombie, he's, that's good. Because it's Doug, and Doug knows how to do everything awesome. He knows how to work a costume like nobody else. Yeah. Between him and Ron Perlman, yeah. who got to be in the movie together, and you're like, yep, those are the two that get it. Suit them, them both up. They, they both are amazing uh, in I, like monster prosthetics. Oh my god. I would love if Guillermo del Toro remade this in his version. Like a Guillermo del Toro horror version of Hocus Pocus. We were talking like there's oh yeah, a, there's a dark there's side a, of this the, movie. The dark yeah, version yeah, yeah. of this movie where it's more cannibalism. It's, no, what? They talk about eating children a lot in this movie. But they're witches. Like, are they still even human at that point? Are they? They made a deal with the devil. So eating children is just is part it still of the cannibalism? I, I, I think can, if you eat human, it's always considered cannibalism. I mean, I can, I can. I, I can definitely see, by definition, yes, it's it's still cannibalism, <laughs> but it's not like it's not like we're stuck in the Alps, you know, in our plane crash and we're 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 running out of food. Like it's well, they just like the taste, and also they're. I mean, we only see them sucking the soul out. Yeah, but they make several references during the movie how they want to eat children on toast. Oh yeah, they did make that toast line. You know, and then there's the oh I'm not hungry, but we are. You know, like there's witches eat kids. It's just a thing. Yeah, they bake them in their candy ovens. <gasps> candy oven witches. <laughs> um, it's the name of my band. Candy oven. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> that feels like um, like seventies. Like mid, oh yeah yeah we just do seventies early eighties punk rock. Yeah yeah we just do retro. Mm. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, it's like the B fifty two stuff. <laughs> 
but but with more of a forties flair. Mm. We have a we have a trumpet player. Oh yeah. So we're like ska. Almost just just almost ska. <laughs> like Remember there's, there's, ska? There's a dark <laughs> movie where it's it's more on the nose about how they are killing children. Yeah. Um, but it's the, a Disney movie, so we yeah, omit yeah. that. The, the two, the, the, there's two, these two fucking bullies in the movie, uh, who oh the epitome of the <laughs> 1990s wrapped up in two characters. Yeah, like it was like the hip hop and the grunge and right in the middle of yeah. The, yeah. What really annoys me, and I always get annoyed when I see bully characters um, who who instantly turn cowardly. Or, well, yeah, that's what bullies are. Uh, I'm not saying they're they're not, but there are, are the people who are just born assholes. Yeah. Who would not piss themselves at the sight of you know a little bit of danger, like people like the, those dicks that you know weren't just getting up in your face that they would really hurt you. Um, but like these these two guys turn so wimpy so fast it honestly bugs me because it's something I've seen in other movies well we we, we have a time limit and then we gotta get them in the cages granted but like when we see them just like tears streaming down their face uh, like I feel like sack up like you 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 were rolling kids over in we don't cemeteries. know what happened before we saw them in the cage. What happened to them? <laughs> the dark movie, though, we do. Yeah. We do see what happens. But, yeah, they are just chilling in the cemetery ready to roll on Max. Like, yeah. They're just waiting for some like, kid to come through there to steal his your, lunch your money, lunch essentially. Your lunch money in your shoes. Yeah. But those two kids incorporate the 90s in one hip-hop motion and grunge look. Like, yeah. it was just like, yeah, remember these two looks? Yep. That was the time, though. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, nothing it's against only, it. It's only in retrospect you realize, oh, wow, yeah, we dressed up. Like I had that. Max's haircut. We all had Max's haircut. Yeah, but I mean, I think I tried to look like him. Like, like, <laughs> you were specifically, you went into Fantastic Sam, and you're like, I want the Max. Fantastic Sam's, please. Supercuts? Ew, gross. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy this movie a lot. I think it's fun. It's Halloween fun, and it, it, still, it, it still stands up. And I think it is, like you said, one of those pop culture things that is remembered, like, like it's it's our generation specifically, and mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. I think it's gonna die with this generation. Really, you don't think? Yeah. I mean, I would show my kids. I don't think it'll fly. I yeah. think one, one because it is very kind of '90s, like in in base. Yeah, if you have kids, let us know what your kids think about it. You know, like with with the whole um, the the bullies, the virginity, the clothes, like all these kind of things that are going on. Um, I just don't think it's as relatable to current kids. Mm. Like, there's the absolute lack of all technology. I mean, they're lucky they have a car in this movie compared to what kids are used to at this point. Um, And honestly, also because the movie did disappear for a while. And I think it wasn't until that generation got older that it got its resurgence. Mm. At least around Halloween time. Yeah. Like yeah. the um the, the Nerds Like Us uh, midnight screening up in L.A., um, Bernie Bregman, uh, the guy who runs it, thought it was going to be a flop. He didn't think it was, it was nobody cared about that's it. That's weird that he didn't realize how big it was. But he's just outside that, that I know, generation. But see, that's weird because to me, yeah. I'm like, have you not been on the internet? 
uh, I mean, I guess because I'm that... attracted to all sorts of Halloween blogs and whatnot. Yeah. I, I I'm in the zeitgeist. I but know how big this movie the internet. Is. The internet does exactly what you want it to, and you can be completely oblivious to everything else. Like you can be very specific with your internet browsing and be completely in the dark when it comes to other shit. That's fair. Like you, you select the internet that you want. But no, that show sold out yeah. and then some. Yeah. So I, I think it's this generation that's keeping it, that, that brought it back. No, I bet Bette Mittler recently, they, they, um, there was a rumor this last year that they were doing a sequel to this. That Tina Fey was going to write and, and oh, I did hear, and it was a it was it was a mistake. Is is I, I think Tina Fey's writing a witch movie, movie for Disney for yeah, because not, she likes Hocus Pocus, and yeah. I think they took certain words, you know, like the most good reporters, they they told the full story, um, but. I Bette think Miller, Tina Fey could definitely recapture oh my this kind God, of feeling, though. Yes, for a new generation, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. She's got the comic chops to do it. Absolutely. Um, and I think uh, was someone asked Bette Midler what one of her her what is her favorite movie that she's done. She said Hocus Pocus. She says she has had more fun on this than anything else. Yeah, I and think I think everybody visible. looks like they're having a good time. They're camping it up. They're having look. It's. You put people in funny costumes, they're going to have a good time. Mm. Like, look at all those superhero movies. That's why all the, the Marvel movies are fun. Everybody's the, having the a good time. The best one is when they're in, like, yeah. costumes. Look how sad Superman was. He's not having a good time. <laughs> he was in a costume? That suit looks uncomfortable yeah, for even for him. <laughs> oh, the cap suit don't look comfortable? Yeah, but at least Evan's Loki? smiling. Loki's <laughs> supposed to have a very uncomfortable costume. Yeah, but Tom Hiddleston's English, and they know how to, to work it Stiff through. Stiff up a lip and all. <laughs> That's right. Chip, chip. Yeah. But... That is the beginning of our month of, of Halloween fun and frivolity. I think that's a word. Sure. It sounds close to a real word, at least. Festive! Yeah. Uh, so, Hocus Pocus. Do you like Hocus Pocus? Do you enjoy it? Let us know who's your favorite witch. <laughs> Clearly, like, everyone's got the one. All, all the guys have one. Yeah, and then the hoe. But, you know, uh, you can reach us at movieissues at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, all this stuff that you already know. Uh, any final words on, on Hocus Pocus, the masterpiece from 1993 that you, sad to say, probably are correct on the generation thing. But you had to bring the podcast down at the last second. I'm, I'm just bringing, the, you know, some, some, some realism. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll live and die with us. What do we care after we're dead? That's uh, fair. But Hocus Pocus, so uh, good times. Good times. Good times. All right, we will see you next week with another fun-filled, horrific Halloween macabre, macabre, macabre. spooky, scary story. Yay! I got cookies now? Yeah, eat more cookies. No. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can die in Kamakore